everybody so today i'm going to be doing a haul and unhaul situation um i got all of these books like in december and then i am probably posting this in march so like the chances that i'm gonna read some of these books although i haven't been reading physically as we all know but the chances that i'm gonna read these books or something's going to happen about these books in the next couple of months is likely so I'm just going to go ahead and record this now and whatever happens happens but basically I have a bunch of books which I have had this probably unhaul for a while I've had this like stack of books for a while that I was unhauling um obviously they're going in the little free library that will be a thing um I have had more conversations with my people about it and it's going to happen. We actually live in like the perfect house like for a little free library like my mom's. It was going to be just like beneficial because we were in the middle of a city that doesn't have a lot of access to libraries and things like that and now we live close to the library-ish. Um, like we could walk there, it'd probably take like 20 plus minutes to walk there but like we could walk there um but we're still in the same city so the like the thought still stands that like we live in a city where there's not a lot of little free libraries there's like two I think registered um and where um you know all the same things still apply as far as access to books and things like that and then on top of that we live in this like really like close-knit community kind of situation where there's like all these little shops and there's all these people that are always like out and about and walking and on their golf carts and like all of this stuff and it's like a very bustling sort of little area of this city so it's like still it's it's weird because like my mom lives in the same city okay so we live in the same we live in the same part of St. Louis but um the difference between like our neighborhood and her neighborhood is so wild and it's I guess like her the houses in her neighborhood are like ranches so they're like maybe longer or something I don't know it just feels like all of the homes in this area of our town they're all just like very close together and all the streets are close together and it's just like a lot of like um like tiny little like blocks maybe that's what it is it's like small little blocks versus like long stretches I don't really know not the point of this at all but anyway um when we moved I re-went through my books because I was like you know new house like whatever um we have plans for a big fancy bookshelf that I want from Crate and Barrel that costs millions and millions of dollars um and that's pretty much going to take up our entire living room I think I've talked about this before I don't know but we are not like tv people really like we are but we aren't like we enjoy watching tv we enjoy watching movies we enjoy like this world like human you know um but just like on our daily basis sort of situation we don't devote a lot of time to it like I obviously read and I have a baby that I'm with all day long and then my husband is constantly working or thinking about work and then he like likes to be outside and likes to like do his own thing and like whatever so he's not like sitting in front of a tv either so we kind of realized when we were moving into this house when we had thomas that we weren't going to like really use a tv in the same way especially like not really wanting him to be super screen 
like savvy and like whatever until he's a little bit older like um so we kind of decided that we don't need a tv in our living room our living room is not very big and there's not really a great place for a tv um just based on the setup again it's not very big it's very small um so the way that it's set up right now we have like our couch facing this like big window and then there's like a chair and then there's like thomas's toys that's pretty much it and so like our plans are eventually when we decide to buy we're gonna buy this bookshelf that's gonna take up this whole wall where the couch is and then we're just gonna get like two giant chairs to put um like where our other chair is and then like kind of where thomas's toys are so we're gonna take the couch out of here so it's gonna be more just like a reading room for me <laughs> instead of a living room um but until then we're just keeping all of the books out in the garage which is not ideal um and they i bought um like t like nicer totes we had like a bunch of boxes and things like that we had a, all kinds of different book storage things happening but i ended up putting all of them in boxes and they're all nicely organized of course i have like a classics um which is just like all the fancy books i own and then i have a um, TBR and then I have a reread and then I have a read where I know like I've recently read them and I'm gonna keep them but I don't have any plans to reread them anytime soon because I just read them so I have like four bins out there which they're all full so I kind of can't really get any more books and then I also have a book cart and the book cart's gonna go whenever the bookshelves come in um, because it just doesn't match anything I wanted a pink book cart but obviously like nothing in our house is pink um, except for anything that I own so um, the book cart is just temporary probably um, and that has like all of the things that I bought recently or whatever on it it has all my book of the month books on it which I need to fucking read pronto um, but I that's pretty much the only space I have I don't really have anywhere else to put them at this moment so I kind of can't afford to just like have a bunch of books come in at this moment but anyway so I went through and there were books that I had been holding on to that I think I thought I was going to read but I think I just kind of realized I'm not going to although I haven't looked at this list since then and that was probably a couple, I don't know could have been a while ago it could have been the summertime when I did that I think it actually was so potentially I might pull some of these books out because that's typically what I do when I do an unhaul is I'm like, oh, wait a minute. I actually think I want to hold on to those books. So it's quite possible that that happens. Um, but um, the Little Free Library plans are happening slowly but surely. So I know that they will end up in the Little Free Library and this wasn't all for naught. And, um, you know someone will get them whatever anyway that's where those books are going is to the little free library and then the hall i think all of them i'm pretty sure all of them are um so after christmas the day after christmas typically which i think i've only done this last like two years maybe three barnes and noble has a half price hardcover book sale so all of the hardcovers are half price it's like a way of like shuffling out inventory or something i think um, but it's a really good deal because like, honestly, like hardcover books are really nice. Like they're my preferred, they're my, my preferred book to own. Maybe not my preferred book to read, but my preferred book to own. Sometimes I think a paperback is nicer, but just like for the flops, but, um, they have a sale. I'm sorry you missed it. Um, and they, 
you know, whatever. So I always go and I tried to only get three books, which I think I did. I got three books for me and I got three books for Thomas, which were basically three more books for me. Um, and I got a book for my husband. My husband has no time to read right now. So I didn't even bother like really looking for him. I just happened to see a book I thought he might like. Um, and then also, so that's like the two days after Christmas and then the three days after Christmas, um, half price books also has a sale where like everything is 20% off. It's like everything is 20% off. So, um, that's really fun too. So there I went a little like buck wild, but it's also like I spent less money there than I did at Barnes and Noble. So it's like, you know, and I, I still try when I'm at half price books, I try to be mindful that like, yes, I'm getting these books at a discount and especially it was like a double discount because it's already discounted. But I, I try to be mindful that like I'm getting these books at a discount, but like, I'm getting books that I wasn't necessarily looking for. Like at Barnes and Noble, there's like new books, there's flashy, like whatever, whatever. But like at half price books, sometimes I'm getting books that are like pretty old. And so it's like, is it worth me paying for something that's like pretty old that I probably don't have time to read and like whatever. So I try to always like, I try not to buy hard, but hard covers when I'm at half price books because those are more expensive. And then I try to like, sometimes different versions of the book like there's different covers sometimes different covers are cheaper or sometimes if there's like a mark or something it's a little bit cheaper like whatever I don't know how they price their books but sometimes like one book is right next to another book and the same book but it's cheaper and I don't know why but you know it, it just is I don't know if like maybe the value was greater one day and less another day I'm not sure I want to say that probably when they get like multiple books of some kind like the price probably goes down at that point I don't know but anyway I try to be mindful of that and I try to do all of those things to get like the best deal that I possibly can and I got so many books um so I will talk about all of those as well um I'm hauling less books than I'm unhauling so that's always fun so let's get into it Okay, so the first book I've been hauling, Sex and Vanity by Kevin Kwan. This book I got from the library. It was, um, I think it was like some sort of, um, some sort of prize. I couldn't think of the word. (laughs) Some sort of prize for the book reading that they do over the summer or something. It was like, you can have a free book off the shelf and I don't know why they put these books on the shelves I think it's like a similar thing where it's like they get too many copies of something and then they like phase them out or something I don't really know but anyway Kevin Kwan wrote the Crazy Rich Asians series and I really enjoyed the first one and I like stopped enjoying the second one and I think I DNF'd it um and then Sex and Vanity I know nothing about it but I just know it sat there and I really preferred Kevin Kwan's book as an audiobook and so I think if I ever were to read this book I would probably read it as an audiobook and it doesn't really strike me as something that I'm like gonna be dying to read or I'm gonna want to keep and it's also this like weird copy because it was a library book so it has like the plastic cover on it which I could probably just cut off but uh I'm lazy I guess I don't know um but I just don't really see myself like falling in love and like absolutely wanting to read it Next, I have Watch Remember by Nicholas Sparks. This pains me a little bit, but I recently read this book, I think maybe like two years ago or last year I read it, and I didn't love it as much as I remember loving it the first time I read it. The first time I read it, I was so 
like enamored with like the story and I think I remember the story a little differently and like I think I remember it being like way better than the movie and honestly the movie's better um but I just I just I remember having these feels like I remember it giving me like such strong feelings and um I didn't get that the second time reading it and I actually kind of didn't like it a little bit reading it it like made me feel a little bit like icky um some of the things that happen and so I just I love Nicholas Sparks even though he's like you know a money-making heartbreak like preying on your tears sort of tan weirdo but um I do actually really enjoy his books and I really enjoy all the movies that have been made from his books um but I think that A Walk to Remember I can just enjoy as a movie and I don't need to read it ever again and if I do then I'll just get it from the library or something um but see now that I think about it like I feel like there will be a time when I'm an old lady that I'll really want to own like all of Nicholas Sparks's books and you know what that's what then I'll rebuy them it's fine I'll rebuy them when I'm an old lady that's fine um this is the life by Alex Shearer I have no idea what this book is about I have no idea how it came into my possession and I have no idea I don't know um I have you are a badass by Jen Cicero Cicero I went through a phase where I thought I was going to read all these self-help books and like my life was going to change I think it was after I read Rachel Hollis's book where I was like oh this is great and then I just like wanted to be like a self-help girly like I just wanted to read all these books and I wanted to be so like self-actualized and um I am not that person and I never read this book and I never read some of the other books I think there's some other ones in this pile um and I was just like in a different mindset and never actually followed through and now I kind of unless it's teaching something very specific like I could do a non-fiction book like a parenting book you know like something like that like unless it's something very very specific how to like snowball your debt and like you know pay your debt or like something like that. you know what I mean like something very specific um I don't think I want to read self-help books because I don't think they're actually helpful I think they're actually just like money-making scams um so I don't have any desire to read this but I'm sure someone will love it and that's great and I hope they are a badass after reading this book um next I have The Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe by C.S. Lewis. I have had this copy forever. I think it was my dad's. Um I don't know what happened to the rest of the books because I remember at one time there was a complete set of these books and I for some reason only have the first one. If I had to guess I borrowed it from my grandparents house like I was reading it at my grandparents house took it home and then like I just kept it and then I think the other books were probably at my grandparents house and then I don't know what happened to them. But I only had this one. And we have been reading books to Thomas, which you'll see in my haul. Um, we've been reading chapter books, like big, fancy, you know, classical, like whatever. And so at one point, we know that we're going to read all of the Narnia books. Um, I think my husband said he has not read all of them. Or maybe he has. Um, and I have only ever read the first one. And it has been like my plight that I need to read like all of these books. Like I want to know what happens in the series. And I've never gotten past the first book. And um, so we've just decided that we're just going to own them. Like we'll read them at some point and whatever. There is this elusive fucking like Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe like all in one book. It's hardback. It's like $100. Um, 
and I can't convince myself that I need to spend money on it, but it is beautiful, and um, yeah, so I'm just like going to patiently wait until like somebody decides it's not worth any money anymore so I can buy it. Like, I don't know, if I could like stumble upon it in a thrift store or something, that would be great. Thrifting is not something I do, but whatever. Um, so anyway, I'm unhauling it because I, I know that we're going to at some point get the whole set, even though like, what if it's terrible, you know, who knows? I don't know. Um, but I mean, my copy was very old anyway. I feel like everybody's copy is very old there. It's like all like the white mass market paperback that everybody has. Anyway, um, we'll own the set at some point regardless. And, um, I'm just getting rid of this because I know that we're going to repurchase it, which seems a little indulgent I guess I don't know um then I have The Help by Catherine Stockett when I read The Help I fucking loved it I thought it was fucking great and then the movie I thought was also pretty great but the problem is I don't think that I will read this again and honestly the first time I read it I read it as an audiobook and then I saw this in what I think I got this at the library the library had like a you can fill your bag with all these books kind of sale and it was like five dollars or something um and I think I got it from that because I was like, oh, I love this book. I really enjoyed the audiobook. But then, like, thinking about it now, I'm not ever going to read it again, probably. And I really enjoyed the audiobook. So I would probably just listen to the audiobook again if I felt like I needed to read it again. So I don't think that I would ever read it physically. So it doesn't make sense for me to own it. Next is The Happiness Project by Gretchen Rubin. This is another one of those like self-help books. And Gretchen Rubin, I think, I listened to her podcast and she kind of annoys me. I think I listened to like an episode or two of her podcast and I was like, oh God, this woman is fucking annoying. And then, um, yeah, so I don't think I'd like her book. I think that's who it was. It could be somebody else and I'm just mistaken and I'm sorry to this man if that's the case. Then I have Dorothy Must Die and Wicked Will Rise, and I don't know who the author is. Um, this is a series. Um, I think my dad got me these books at some point, and I think I thought I was going to read them and I was going to be interested, but then I never did, and now I just don't care, and there's like other books in the series, so I don't even have the whole series, and so I'm just like, eh. so I'm just going to, it's fine. Um, I have the Queen of Babel series by Meg Cabot. It's three books. Meg Cabot I was obsessed with, like everybody else. Um, but her adult books, I never got into. I only liked like Princess Diaries, things like that. So, um, I was convinced I was going to read the Queen of Babel books, but then I was reading the synopsis and I think I was like, who wants to read this? It's like, basically like she like ruins things because she cause they can't shut the fuck up. And it's just like, why would I want to read about somebody just being like a fucking blabbermouth? Like, it should be the the queen of blabber, not the queen of babble. It's just like, ugh, I don't know. I'm just not interested. So that's three more books. Um, then The Royal Highness by Rachel Hawkins. I got this in a little free library. I think I thought I was like, I stumbled on like some major find and I was really excited about it. Um, but then I realized when I got home that it's the second book in a series and I'm not super interested in reading the first book. They kind of give off the vibe like you could read it by itself. It kind of seems like they're companion novels versus like a series, but I'm not super interested. Um, I enjoy Rachel Hawkins writing for adult. I've never read anything by her as a young adult and this is young adult, but um, I just kind of don't care. Although the cover is very stunning. It's just like Tiffany blue or pale blue sky blue sort of situation and there's like a girl with a crown or something 
Um, and it doesn't make any sense because like the first book doesn't look anything like the second book. The first book is like, it's like drama queen or something and it's got like a crown on the cover and it's like purple and like that's it. I don't know. I have The Love Season by Ellen Hildebrand. I don't know what this is about, but I guess for some reason I decided that I don't need to read it. Certain Girls by Jennifer Weiner. I was such a Jennifer Weiner stan, and I don't know why, because nothing she's written has been, like, fabulous. Um, but I had a ton of her books, and I think I thought I was just going to, like, I don't know. It, I think she was, like, for some reason, like, some sort of author where I just, like, was like happened to be like walking through a bookstore and was just like oh like this looks good and just like randomly grabbed it and like didn't actually read it and didn't actually like whatever and I just have held on to it for like 15 years or something how old am I yeah probably like 15 years um so yeah um another thing similar um I have Inside the Mind of Gideon Rayburn and The Other Girl by Sarah Miller. I had The Other Girl for a long time. Like, I was a teenager, like a very early teenager, and I had this book. And I don't know where I got it, and I don't remember anything about it. I just know I had it. Um, and then at some point, I went to read it and realized that it was the second book in a series. There was a book that went before it. So I was like, well, fuck. And then I didn't buy the first book, I think, until... I don't know. I was, like, a big girl. Like, I think, like, honestly, like, in the last five years I bought it or something. Because I, like, didn't. I was, like, oh, like, I don't, I don't know. Like, why would I, I don't, I don't know. Um, but now looking at them, I'm, like, I don't actually want to read this series. Like, what the fuck was I doing? I think the second book looks interesting. The first book doesn't. So, it's, like, I don't know. Um, similarly, I have a book called Heaven Looks a Lot Like the Mall. And I don't know who it's by. I think it's written in verse. And I've owned this book forever, and I've never, ever decided to pick it up. I think I bought it just randomly on Amazon. That's probably what happened. This one and the the one before it, it was probably just like a random book I saw on Amazon, and I just bought it um, back when I like first had money and I was buying things for no goddamn reason. That Summer by Sarah Dessen. That Summer by Sarah Dessen. I think that's on my fucking list of books to read, so why am I getting rid of that? I probably should pull that out and read it and then get rid of it because I don't ever really need to keep Sarah Dessen books, honestly. Um, Waiting for You by Susan Colasanti. I think I've had this one for a long time as well, and I think it is, like, super young, young adult. I think I've tried, and it just is, like, very young, and I'm just not interested. I have The Other Bullying Girl by Philippa Gregory. Am I getting rid of this? Why am I getting rid of this? Didn't I just pick up a copy of this for the Little Free Library and I was ecstatic about it? Why am I getting rid of this? Do I think I'm never going to read it? I kind of feel like I think I'm never going to read it, but I want to read it. I might be getting rid of it because of the cover and I'm keeping the other one. Did I really get two? Did I get another one? Because I owned it. But I think I might have got the other cover in a Little Free Library. And maybe that's what I'm getting rid of. Or I'm getting rid of it because I don't think I'm going to read it because it's kind of long and I haven't read it, like, since. Um, I don't know. I have The Casual Vacancy by J.K. Rowling. I have held on to this book for God knows how long and I have convinced myself that I'm going to read it even though I don't care because I think it's about a prime minister or something. And let me tell you things I don't know anything about. Prime ministers. Um, so I had this and wanted to read it and then when they made that show on HBO I was like okay I've got to read it now because I want to watch the show and then I still didn't read it and then JK Rowling kind of came out as a crazy person 
and um, it's not really like socially acceptable to do her like read her books anymore. Um, and I just don't feel like I can like really, um, I don't really feel like I can justify reading this book because it's never really given me the vibes that I want to read it other than I think I probably got it because it was JK Rowling or I asked for it because it was JK Rowling. I don't remember how I came into having it in my possession, but, um, I can't really justify reading it now because I don't care. Like it just doesn't seem like something I care about or I'm interested in. And, um, you know, I will, you know, argue that I can read Harry Potter books and talk about Harry Potter books until I'm blue in the face because, um, you know, I did that very innocently as a child and I'm not going to like erase that from my brain. However, um, I've had this conversation with people on like book forums or whatever. And then also with like my nanny kid who's like obsessed with Kanye West. And I'm trying to explain to him, like, you can like somebody that does problematic things, but like you have to be careful. Um, and I feel like if you like someone before they do something problematic, you can like denounce the person, but like still appreciate the work for what it is. Um, and then if you like come into contact with someone after they've already been a terrible person, then you're making a choice. Um, and so I kind of feel like that with this book where it's like, I didn't buy this after finding out, but I think to read it when I don't have any desire to read it is a little bit like, well, then why give her the time of the day kind of thing? And like, honestly, putting it in a little free library is a little bit like, eh, sketch, but, um, it is what it is. Somebody will probably enjoy it. And, um, you know, more power to them. Um, I have the book of awesome women. <gasps> Am I really getting rid of that? I wanted to finish that. Why didn't I finish that? Um, I need to finish that. It's like, um, it's like an anthology sort of, but not really, but it's just like basically all these women. Um, and it's just giving you like short little snippets, like one page about their life or something, or one paragraph or one, whatever. I need to pull that up cause I never finished that. And I want to read that. I also have the library book in here and I don't know who the author is. I think it's like Susan something and I feel really bad about this but only a little bit because my husband hasn't read it either. My husband got this for my birthday a couple years ago and we were reading it together but it's um, not super interesting. It's like um, it's like almost like a documentary but in book form and it's like talking about how there was like this fire at the Los Angeles library or something like the biggest library in the United States or something. I'm not sure if that's accurate, but I'm pretty sure it's, it's a large, and it was interesting. Like it was interesting reading it with him and it was interesting because like it is like the hub. And so it like has like 26 other libraries or something that they shuffle books in and out of. And like those things were interesting. Um, but we stopped reading it together because we just like didn't have time, whatever. And um, it got to the point where it was like, I'll read it and he'll read it and whatever, but like neither one of us has, and I have no desire to read it unless I were reading it with him because it is so like historical and like, you know, like factual and things like that. So it's not really my cup of tea other than the fact that it's talking about books and libraries and things like that. Um, so it's something that I think I would enjoy if we had time to do it together, but I just don't, I just don't see me ever doing it alone. Um, so it's all his fault, basically, is what I'm saying. And he can't be mad at me that I'm getting rid of it. Um, and then the last two are ones from recent, since 
like those were all together and then these two are recent um i have daisy darker by alice feeney because i fucking hated that book and then i have sadie by courtney summers because i dnf that book and i don't have any interest in reading it i got that from a thrift store so it's like whatever and then um daisy darker was a book of the month so um those are all the books that i am unhauling and then now for the haul so at um barnes and noble i got three books for me three books for thomas so the books i got for thomas i got robin hood uh don't ask me who it's by and i got greek myths and i got peter pan and all three of those are like the leather bound classics or whatever i really love those i think they look really nice on a shelf i think they're really like timeless i think they um are just like you know it's fun when you have a fancy book i think that's fun um and uh yeah that's all there is to it so i got those three books so we'll read those at some point um we're currently reading sherlock holmes still so yeah and that is another one of the um you know fancy leather books or whatever so um and then for myself i got another fancy leather bound collection whatever i got the f scott fitzgerald collection i don't own the great gatsby and i enjoy that book even though it's like 20 pages long um but I also have The Beautiful and Damned by F. Scott Fitzgerald which I guess means that I need to move that to the Little Free Library unhaul um but I own that but it was like a it was like a cheap it was like a five dollar like a five dollar table I got that I got Anna Karenina I got like whatever um also is it Anna Karenina or is it Anna Karenina because I probably sound like a fucking idiot saying Anna this whole time um but I've never read any of his other books I don't think have I maybe maybe not um but I don't know he's like an author where you know you kind of want to have read his books you know um he's somebody that I think I would if I were to read multiple works from an older author then I would read his works because I enjoy that time period and I enjoy his at least one work anyway I also got Secluded Cabin Sleeps 6 by Lisa Unger I think I talk about this in a Goodreads new releases situation but I just think it sounds fun it's like a VRBO sort of um listing Secluded Cabin Sleeps 6 I need to read this like now I got it um as an ebook like right after I bought it and then I was like well I'll just let the ebook go and I'll read it physically and then I was like well why didn't I just fucking keep it but whatever and then I also got The Shore by Katie it says Katie Ruined and I'm pretty sure her last name's not ruined but autocorrect am I right um and this book is a book I've never heard of it was on a table with other hardback books and it's like I think it's something about like a family dealing with like somebody dying or something I don't know it had like a ferris wheel or something on the cover and it looked beachy and summery and kind of my vibe so it was strictly a cover by but we will see what we see maybe I will absolutely love it and then I went over to half price books and these are all the books I got from there I got the seven and a half deaths of Evelyn Hardcastle by Stuart Turton I put seven and a half deaths on every single book list for every single Goodreads 
pop sugar, whatever fucking challenge that I do, because apparently it fits like all of them. And I honestly don't really know what it's about. I think it's about somebody solving someone's death or something. I don't know. I really don't know. Um, but I just like always put it on my list. I'm always like, I'm going to read it. I'm going to read it. I'm going to read it. And I never do. And so I'm like, well, maybe if I fucking own it, then maybe I'll fucking read it. Although we, you know, we know how that tends to go. I bought Tweet Cute by Emma Lord because I saw it and I loved this book and I am happy to own it. I was a little hesitant because I was like, fuck, do I, did I already buy this? But I don't think I did. I think I bought Finley Donovan and 10 Dates or whatever by Ashley Elson. Um, so I bought Tweet Cute because I loved it. I bought Will Grayson, Will Grayson by John Green. This book also comes up a lot on like TBR lists and I just happened to see it and I don't mind John Green's writing. Um, sometimes I like it. Sometimes it's just like, okay, but it was, I think like, honestly like $4 or something like that. So I was like, "Mm, we'll just give it a try. I got the host by Stephanie Meyer. This is her, like, I don't know, like other work that she was trying. I think it's a standalone. I don't think it's a series. Um, and they made a movie, I think after this book, but I never read it. Um, and as much as I am such a, like, you know, our literary critique. Um, I do enjoy Stephanie Meyer's Twilight books, so I assume I'll enjoy the host. I'm also like kind of in a dystopian sort of mood. Um, I'll explain in my January wrap up podcast, but rereading The Giver, I'm like ready to read Divergent all over again. And I just feel like I just fucking read those books. Um, but I am just a fucking dystopian girl and I can't help it. So the host, I think is some sort of something like that. I don't know. I got, I'll give you the sun by Jandy Nelson. Again, this pops up on a lot of book lists as well, where it's like, it fits a lot of things for the challenge. Um, and then also I've seen people talking about it recently. I think I saw books and Lala talking about it and she was saying like, how much she loves it and she like reread it and still loved it and then I think Katie Colson was talking about how she loved it and um it just seems like a book I should have read it's a YA book it seems like you know it fits into like the like everything everything and like those kinds of books by Nicole Yoon that I've also read so I feel like um, I'll probably like this. I got The Cheerleaders by Kara Thomas and this book I think I had on my TBR for something because it's like got a cheerleading uniform and then it's got like blood or something on the cover so it's like something happened like like cheerleaders are dying or something um and then I think I took it off of my TPR because maybe I heard something bad about it but then I saw the cover and I remembered wanting to read it at some point in time so I got it so we'll see and then I got A Thousand Splendid Sons by Callie Pusini because I fucking love this book and I own The Kite Runner and so I wanted to own this one as well. Um, I don't know if these books are sold in hardback. They probably are. But that is something that I think like down the road because I think his writing is just beautiful and I think like, you know, hardcover books would be a good way to go. But I'm happy to just own it in general because I really enjoyed it. And then I got The 100 by Cass Morgan. And then when I got home, I realized... <laughs> Full circle moment, I got the fucking second book in the fucking series. So apparently I need to get the first book. And apparently this is the thing I do where I don't fucking pay attention and get the first book in the series. And then I am left with, you know, the second book and maybe like 10 years from now I'll buy the first one. Who knows? We'll see.
So those are the books that I am hauling and unhauling. Hopefully, hopefully, um, by the time this comes out, this comes out in March, I think. Um, so my birthday is in February and for my birthday last year, I wanted, my mom told me that she was going to make me a little free library and then things happened and she started and it's a long story. Um, but I still don't have a little free library. So my husband and I talked cause he was like kind of like, He's like, eh, I don't know, that seems like silly to have like a little free library, um, but he's come around and we were talking about it recently and I was like, so like, how do you feel? Like, can we do this? You know, whatever. And um, so then we talked about just buying one and uh, I kind of like retold my mom, I'm like, okay, look, <laughs> my birthday was a year ago. Um, I'm just going to buy one if you're not going to make it. Um, so we'll see at some point some fashion or another uh either she will make it or I will buy it or something will happen and there will be a little free library so potentially I can do a car ride chronicles soon because that would just fill my motherfucking cup um and but see like this is the thing it's like I want to do it but my baby hates being in the car so I would have to do it without my baby. And I don't ever want to sacrifice time with my fucking baby. So it's just like a really, it's like a catch-22. And like, I'm going to talk about this and this has no business in this podcast. But I just saw it. So I'm just going to talk about it. I saw a TikTok last night. And it was a stitch. So the original TikTok was some girl on TikTok who's been pissing people off. And she was saying like, um, like, oh, couldn't be me, like, you know, needing a break from your kids, like, couldn't be me, couldn't be me, blah, blah, like, whatever, and so then she did this other TikTok where she was, like, I'm gonna go drop my kids off at the fire station, because apparently, um, I don't know, something, I don't know what she was saying, but she's basically, like, talking about how people are saying, like, uh, oh, because I need a break, or I don't know, something, um, she's basically hating on people that are telling her, like, it's okay to need a break and this and whatever. And then the person that stitched it is like, you're not being relatable. Like, that's great that you, um, that's great that you don't need a break from your kid, but most people do and you're not the normal one. Like, we're normal and like, it's abnormal for you not to need a break from your kid. Um, and it's like perfectly fine for all these women that are like, I appreciate having breaks from my kid and blah, blah, blah. Um, and so I, like I feel like both ways on this because I one I agree with the woman who stood shit where it's like you're not being relatable you're just kind of coming off as an asshole like just stop it like it's not bad for moms to want a break it's not bad for moms to need time for themselves it's not bad for moms to prefer to spend their birthday alone in a hotel room at a spa um versus like spending time with their kids or like whatever it's not bad for their moms to like want to go out or to want to have girls nights or to want to go on vacation or whatever alone without their kid like that's not you're not a bad mom like you're a good mom because you are putting your needs first so that you can be a good mom for your kids like you leaving your kid is you being a good mom um because obviously you're leaving them with someone their dad or someone safe you're not just like fucking off because you can't take it and you're not just like taking it out on your kids because you're not getting a break so you're a good mom 
for leaving your kids. Um, but I relate to that other mom where like, I really don't mind like being with Thomas, like fucking 24 seven. It's like kind of disgusting because like when I'm not with him, I'm like watching videos of him and I'm like looking at pictures of him and I'm like all of this stuff where it's like, get some help. Um, and it's probably because I only have one and it's probably cause he's like my first kid. And like, I'm sure like that has a lot to do with it when you have like a bunch of rugrats running around. It's like a different story when you've done this little song and dance more than once. It's probably a different story. Um, but especially knowing he's the, the only kid we're going to have kind of thing. Like it's just like, I just really enjoy him. Like I just like really enjoy him and I enjoy like I enjoy being around people like that's how I get my like energy is like being around people I'm an extrovert and he is all up in my fucking shit all the time so he's definitely like I'm definitely extroverted just being with him um and I just don't like I just want to be with him and I just want to be with my husband and so like on the weekends I'm not like itching to like get away from them I'm not like here like I'm gonna leave him with you and like I'm gonna go do something the few times that I've gone and done something I've been like itching to get home and I've been really sad and I've just been like I just like didn't have as good of a day as I would have had if it was just like us hanging out um and like it does not matter like we could just be here doing nothing and I still would have like a way better time than like if I were to like go do something else um and same thing with like being home with him like during the day or something like I could totally do the stay-at-home mom thing I would not get bored I would not be like any sort of like anything like I just enjoy spending time with him like I don't need a break from him like when my husband gets home from work I'm not like here you take him I have to go like sometimes don't get me wrong like sometimes he has like a meltdown or something and I'm having a breakdown and it's just like not going well and I'm like I need you to take him like I need like I just need help. I need, like, an extra set of hands. Like, I need someone else to, like, calm him down so that I can, like, have a sip of a soda or something. Like, something like that. Um, But for the most part, I'm just, like, really happy to be around him. And, like, that's what I want. I don't need a break. I just need, like, someone doing it with me. Like, I need, like, a buddy doing it with me sort of thing. So, like, I don't ever want, like to like go off and be like having like a day by myself all day I would rather like you guys come with me and we do it together kind of thing and it's just like I don't know whatever um so the problem is with that is that there are things that I want to do but like those things like combat the fact that I also just like want to be with him and so it's like kind of difficult so like I want to do another car ride chronicles sort of thing and I want to just like go around and get books and whatever um but I also don't want to miss out on being at home with the boys and so it's just like kind of like I don't know what to do kind of thing um but I'm sure at some point there will be some time where I'm like okay like you guys go hang out and I'll go like you know I'll go do this or whatever I don't know but I just like I don't know that's just like when I like talk about nonsense which is what I do anyway all the time anyway but um it just is like a cathartic sort of like explanation of like what's been going on in my life it's like a little update situation that I've come to enjoy um and I haven't done one in a very long time so 
I honestly think I've done like one a year or something. Um, and it's been like almost a year since I did that one. So it's, uh, the clock is ticking. Um, but anyways, um, what was the point of that? Oh, um, so at some point I'm sure there will be more books that I'm bringing in, but more than likely those will just go to the Little Free Library. I don't know. Um, but I have so many books just like chilling in boxes because I've done other unhauls and then I've not done anything with them. And I, it's funny because like I watch unhauls that people do on like YouTube and things and they like sell their books on like websites and they take them to half price books and they get like money from them and like whatever. And like, I just like, I don't, I don't have that same like desire. Like I genuinely just like want to like pump these books back out into like my neighborhood and I just want like people not people that I even know maybe necessarily but just like people to like have them instead of them just going you know who knows where so anyways um those are all the books and at some point they will go in a little free library and the cycle will continue someone else will be hauling them okay anyways until next time friends ciao